Hello there, and welcome to a very special Here's Johnny's Reviews. And for this one, over the next several weeks, I shall be putting out my failed second podcast, the Schlocky Horror Podcast Show. As I and my co-host spent a good amount of time on these podcasts, so I thought, why not slap it on this podcast and see what happens. Now, remember, these were recorded several months ago. So, and none of the links for the Shocky Horror work. So please don't try to look it up on the internet. However, the other links should work. Anyway, enjoy. Hello, and welcome to the premiere episode of the Schlocky Horror Podcast Show, an unscripted, for the most part, movie review podcast that will cover schlock movies. And for the idiots in the back row, schlock means cheap, inferior, and trash. However, sometimes, is that a bad thing? Well, this, this podcast is here to find out. And time to introduce my co-host and cohort, Eric from Hey Internet Eric here, and the podcast Two Bearded Losers. I think I'm happy to be here. <laughs> oh, gee, thanks. <laughs> and boy, do I have a doozy of a movie for you. Stephen King's A Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> the... Yeah, I'm a huge Stephen King fan, so I accepted this without having seen the film in probably a good 10 years. Mm, yes, yes. I've seen this movie about, oh, I don't know, six, maybe six to ten times in my life. And it just gets funnier and funnier every time you watch it. I mean, it's just ridiculous. I guess this thing is a cocaine and mouthwash, I believe, fueled meltdown, you know, uh, because King himself said he was a cocaine head. So I can't get sued for that one. <laughs> yeah, no, I believe he said so much that uh, he I think he said once or twice that he was on so much cocaine while doing this film. He doesn't even remember filming it. And. That can't be a good thing after we no, get into no. discussing what happened. No, no, I can't. I can't be at all. I was. I, I heard stories that he was ringing up certain directors and asking them how to set up shots and how to set up camera angles and how to do this and how to do. Could you imagine that three o'clock in the morning? Hello, I'm stuck. How do you set this camera angle up? Oh, for the love. I mean, <laughs> ridiculous. God damn it, Stephen! It's three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, fuck off. Yeah, yeah, that's ridiculous. And as everybody knows, this is ACDC's greatest hits of the time. That is, as ACDC was picked uh, by King himself because apparently he was a huge fan of the band. And who isn't, you know? I mean, yeah, it, it definitely it definitely shows. Um, we even has have some uh, right in your face product placement from ACDC. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Oh shit! And I've just realised I haven't introduced myself. I'm Johnny T. <laughs> And no movie, whether it be B to Z, is safe from me. And God, that's cheesy. <laughs> but I've always said, if the movie doesn't suck, then I will not be rough and tough with them. The little shits. <laughs> I mean, I've had butthurt people going, oh, you slagged off my, my favourite movie. Oh, you hate all movies. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Can't please them all and you don't try to. No, no, I don't. Anyway, let's crack into this bad boy. Uh, you got him, my friend. The cast: Emilio Estevez, Pat Hingle, Alora Hen, was that Henderson? Is that her name? Harrington or something like that? Anyway, Yardley Smith, John Short, and Halter Graham, the director, Stephen King. Uh, the plot: A group of ragtag survivors 
take on machines of all types, but the trucks are the worst. Stuck in a roadside diner, can these people make it out, or will there be skid marks left on the road? Uh, the budget, $10 million, that pulled in 7.5, and will probably be a stain on the great Stephen King name. Oh, wow, it didn't even come close to breaking even. I yep. did not know that. Nope, nope, not a bloody pet. I mean, I think most of the stuff was from overseas but it made most of its money I mean as most of these movies are I think this was released in about 30 odd cinemas this is how bad this movie was I mean oh god but yeah I mean the most the tourist thing about this apart from the all ACDC soundtrack is the trailer that trailer with the coked out mind king and the green goblin from the Marvel comics I mean that is just sheer genius <laughs> Oh, you didn't just have that. You had you had the uh, the neon lights, you know, shown that like was ripped directly from uh, Creepshow, and it just it was just so bizarre that combination. Mm-hmm. And not forgetting the Halloween three theme song. Yeah. I mean, God Almighty, I'm gonna scare the hell out of you. Yeah, calm down, mate. You know, for crying. <laughs> I mean, it's just ah, dear, oh dear. I mean, what one thing I do about this was this was Dino De Laurentiis' idea to have this thing made. Because he owned rights to Night Shift, I believe the book's called, where the short story trucks came from. Mm-hmm. He owned that. And he went, there's a couple of million dollars. Not to sell out Stephen King. Make yourself a movie, since you think everybody else's movies suck. Of yours, that is. So there's money. Make it. And boy, did he make it. <laughs> yeah, he, he made something, that's for sure. But it, mm. it wasn't money. No, no, it wasn't money. No, no, no. I mean, I love the fact that in the opening... It says some mysterious comet flies past the Earth and we're inside the, the tail of the comet for a week. Now, I did a little bit of research earlier, and apparently this does happen on a regular case, but it's not a week, it's a month. Look, you're stuck in like Halley's Comet, see, the, the, the sort of tail end of Halley's Comet. So where did King get a week from? <laughs> I, I, I well, See, the thing is, it wasn't just a week. He went by, you know, days hours, minutes, and seconds in that little description of how long we're going to be in the tail end of that comet. Mm, yeah, I love that one. Yeah, that's just genius. Oh, one thing I do love about this movie is it's not set in Maine. Hallelujah, he moved away from Maine! <laughs> yeah, what was, what was it? Uh, North Carolina? South Carolina? Uh, one of the Carolinas, I can't remember which one, but yeah. 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 I mean, Jesus. Was he feeling alright? I mean, was the cocaine that good? He changed it from... <laughs> Was he, <laughs> was he thinking he was in Maine going, God, it's warm in here? <laughs> yeah, maybe, I don't know, maybe he hadn't created Castle Rock at the time. Who knows? Mm. No, I have no idea. Oh, yes, and the King cameo, eat your heart out, bloody Hitchcock, where the ATM's calling him an asshole, which had me on the floor. <laughs> yeah, this, you know, King is, like like you said, he's he's Hitchcock. He has, he has He's now known for his cameos, and I'm not going to lie, this, this cameo started off the movie, I mean, we, we, we start off and we have like, you know, the teleprompter from 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 the bank going from, you know, the time and the uh, the temperature to just saying fuck you to everybody. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, King walks in, you know, in pure 80s, you know, suit and, and hat and everything. And he we had this really uncomfortable close up shot of his face. And it just says, you know, the the, the ATM calls him a, an asshole. And he's just in his in his probably his quote unquote best acting ever. <laughs> You know, compared to Creep Show, you know, hey Sugar Bombs, uh, this machine here just called me an asshole. Oh, an asshole! Yeah, yeah, God, I could like be he's, worse. He's, he's he's hamming it up, so I, you know, 
I, I honestly, when I watched this, I rewound it at least three or four times because I was fucking laughing so much at it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it could be worse. Have you seen him in his version of The Shining where he's mugging for the camera? And it's like, oh, God, oh, you have well, no yeah, shame. Mm. Or the band leader, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The guy has no shame. It's like, oh, why are you oh, wearing no. an ice cream outfit? I mean, <laughs> no, he, when it comes to cameos, it's not as much, but he's got less shame than like Stanley. Mm, yeah, well, I don't know. I think two of them are about at the same level. <laughs> mm. Christ. What else about this? Oh, yes, the bridge workers playing cards with naked women on them, because of course you do. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't have a, a pack of cards with naked pe- people on them? I mean, I know I've got they like were, three. They were big in the 80s. Oh, yes, yeah, sure, we're big in the 80s, yeah. Yeah, they were pretty everywhere. And the pile-up, I love this pile-up, with the bridge scissoring open up, and it causes the, the multi-car pile-up. I love the, the watermelon truck where the watermelon's just flying towards the camera. That had me yeah. on the floor howling with laughter. It is just so bad. Yeah, uh, what I wrote down for my notes with the bridge scene, I said I, I love the product placement of the ACDC van thrown mm-hmm. in there. Um, it, it wasn't as cool as I remember. I think I was remembering it being a lot more bloody because I didn't see a single drop of blood. You know, you have some, pe- some people getting thrown through the windshields and everything, but the most memorable part is the slow motion uh, shot of the, the the motorcyclist just falling into the river and screaming? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then he disappears. Uh, yeah. Right Since he hits the water, he just disappears because the, mm-hmm. the, there's a truck that loses its back axle. By the way, how did that, that car pass its MOT? <laughs> yeah. You know. I mean, do you have MOTs in America or is that a British thing? I think it's a British thing. All right. Well, basically, they check over the car to see if it's roadworthy or not. But like mm-hmm. I say, how the hell did that pass its MOT? I mean, it got sure gets stuck. He sticks it in reverse, and the fucking back tires yeah. fall off it. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it was a, it's a fun, cheesy way to follow up King's cameo. Mm. But yeah, I just I remember it being a lot more vicious when I watched it years ago. And like I said, I was surprised there's absolutely no blood. I think the only red in this scene is when the watermelons explode. Yeah, I love the guy in the tennis outfit slapping on the watermelons. <laughs> it's like a fucking idea. I just love that, yeah. One thing, I, when I was in high school, this movie uh, came out on VHS, um, mm-hmm. and it was all around the playground. Oh, my God, ACDC died during the film of this. And I'm like, no, they didn't. Because, <laughs> uh, yes, it was an ACD, was it a money fan? But it wasn't actually an ACDC like, tour truck. They said, oh, no, the princess yeah, had a, had a van, and they I think it was just... It looked it it was just like a generic rat, uh, black van with with the ACDC logo mm. on the side of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other thing which is memorable about this, of course, is the villain truck, the Green Goblin, which was supposed to be Toys R Us, but they pulled out last second, so it was changed to was it Happy Toys? Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. Misspelled, of course. <laughs> Yeah. Well, we'll go back. We're going back to you know Marvel Comics and Stan Lee. He's got no shame when it comes to making money either. No, no. Could you imagine if, if this is filming today? Uh, would Disney allow this to happen? You know, have, no, I mean, have this gigantic, what was it, plast- uh, plastic? Or was it fiberglass? Yes. Um, green, how the hell is that roadworthy, by the way? Road legal, by the way? Because you can barely see over the fucking top of the, the hat. How the I hell is that? <laughs> you know? But yeah, it, yeah, I mean, that thing actually killed. Was it two people that killed? I can tell you something. We have. The yeah. one guy at the end, and then you had the Bible salesman, I think. Yeah, I think two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so it killed two. Yeah. I mean, could you imagine Disney going, oh, hell no. I'm going to get sued off because of this piece of shit movie, Crane of And 
Ah, yes. On to the other star of the show, the Dixie Boy Truck Shop, which was real. Uh, and truckers thought this was a real bloody truck stop and used to come in to get their coffee and their their meals, apparently. <laughs> and apparently there's a story going around that Emil Estevez, Estevez even cooked one of the truckers their breakfast. Could you imagine? The the, the star of a breakfast club cooking your breakfast. <laughs> That's actually That would actually just be funny walking in wondering what the hell's going on. Just thinking, wow, Emilio, you're 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 really that down on your luck after saying almost fire. Mm, mm, yeah, true, true. Apparently, this truck stop stayed open until the late nineties. Then it was closed down. So once they completely destroyed it, they built it back up again, and I think they sold it to some greasy spoon place or, or trucker place, and it was a real truck shop until the late nineties. So hmm, interesting there. I bet that you know what you know. There's King still got his huge fan base. If that was still around, I'm pretty sure a lot of people would go in there and it would Hell make yeah. some decent money. Yeah, yeah. I don't get why it isn't reopened. I mean, it would make a fucking fortune. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really weird. Yeah, talk about the uh, the Green Goblin. Does that thing have a Pennywise in the back of it? Or was it just me? <laughs> see, see, that's the thing I was thinking. I mean, it's a, just a generic clown because this came out in '86. And the miniseries of it came out in '90, but it's pretty damn close. Of mm. I was thinking Pennywise the whole time. Yeah. What was the book written? Oh God, the book could have been written around this time. Um, it well, it was it was written late '80s, but Night Shift, which which Trucks was based on, I'm thinking late '70s. I think that was his fourth book. But who knows when the story was written because Night Shift is just a collection of stories yeah. that he had already sold to like Penthouse and Reader's Digest and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I think most of that stuff was done in the early 70s. So mm-hmm. who knows? I mean, Stephen King, of course. I mean, I guess let me have the one thing that actually stunned me watching this this, this time is Frankie Faison as the Goblin's driver, uh, who later on to become Hannibal Lecter's jailer in Silence of the Lambs. Thank you. I was wondering who the hell was he, because he 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 looked so damn familiar to me. Mm, yeah, he's the the jailer uh, mm-hmm. from as and I believe Hannibal. I think he's also in Hannibal. Yeah, for I think his name is what Barney or something like. That. Yeah, yeah, Barney. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And on to the the douchebag Dixie Boy owner. What was his name? Uh, Hendershot, played by Commissioner Gordon himself, Pat Hinkle. And uh, I have this written down in my notes. Where is it? Pat um, Hingle in this film does more in this 90 minutes than he does in all four of his Batman movies as Commissioner Gordon. It's pretty much, yeah, that's, that's very true. Yeah. I think he's he's on screen for a, a grand total of 25 minutes in all of the Batman movies. It's a fucking yeah. joke. Christ. Although, what the hell does he say? Half the team I'm going, what the hell was that? <laughs> All I, all I can really make out, because he's always talking with like a fucking cigar in his mouth. Basically, mm. he calls everybody Bubba and <laughs> for the whole movie and then just threatens to fire Emilio and send him back to prison. Yeah, yeah. I love that one. He's always, he's, um, short cooks are ex-cons who threatens to mm-hmm. fire them if he doesn't do an extra hour. I'm sorry, yeah. but I, I worked for fast food restaurants and they would try to get you to do fucking two, three hours for free, not fucking an hour, so piss off for that one. <laughs> I mean, it's a fucking joke. Uh, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what, Pat, Pat Hingle did, even though you couldn't really understand him, he did what he was supposed to do. He did a really good job being that fucking asshole that you just yeah. want to die. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a complete, utter 
dickhead in this movie, but mm-hmm. he runs with it and he's loving every second of being a oh, complete yeah. dick. <laughs> I mean, it's just genius. Yeah. Well, we had our villains, a town for our hero, Bill, played by Emilio Estevez, straight off the bat, so straight off the bat rather, from Breakfast Club and Emil's Fire. What the fuck happened to his career? <laughs> I mean, how could you go from two of the biggest movies of the 80s to this, and then go on to do, what was it? Uh, yeah, yeah, the main talks before that with the one with Charles Sheen was it the Trash Men or something like that? Oh, uh, Minute Work. Uh, Minute Work, yeah, yeah. I mean, for crying out loud. That Repo Man, yeah, his mm. his his career just went it went nowhere but everywhere. If that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I mean, I know him from the uh, Stakeout movies, both of these things. Yeah. Uh, and of I, course, uh, was it Young Guns he was in, wasn't it? Yeah, he was in Young Guns too. He was Billy the Kid, and then. You know, I grew up, you know, I was born in 81, so I knew him from, you know, the Mighty Ducks, the Disney Mighty Ducks movies, but mm. I've seen one I of haven't really heard of, him, heard of him since. No, no, no. Unlike his notorious younger brother, Charlie, yeah. who is everywhere, but and I mentioned he's kind of quite also, you know, so. Mm-hmm. Who knows, him. Charlie could have been on set, you know, doing coke with King for all we know. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, my favourite bit about this movie is the games room. That thing is just 80s to the T. <laughs> I mean, yes, it is. The the the, the, the 80s uh, pinball machines, the mm-hmm. 80s cigarette machines, I remember those growing up. And, and including when the man, you know, the, the man is uh, watching the pinball game um, going crazy. What does he do? He just looks at it, and in pure 80s, he just yells, yo mama, and then all the shit starts happening. Yeah, yeah. I love the fact how... Uh, the thief guy played by John John Carlo Espadoso, I think that's pronounced his name. He gets electrocuted, but it's a wooden framed machine. How does that one work? <laughs> you know, maybe Stephen King was hoping no one would notice. Yeah, yeah, true, true, true. It must be a good line of coke that time. But yeah, did you catch the the whole um, symbols that flashed up? They're the symbols used in the so-called psychic green cars. You now the wave and the cross and the square. No, not at all. No, that, that, well, that's something you watch next time you watch it. Yeah, it's, it's all the, the the cars that's in Ghostbusters when Peter's testing out the so-called psychics, they cars. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, I'm actually going to go back and look for that. That's mm-hmm. pretty. That's like a little neat, neat little Easter egg. I'll check yeah. that out. Yeah, yeah. One thing I don't get, King claims this is based off Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds, uh, which I can see to a little bit, mm. but... What the hell was he thinking? I get the fact that the birds, because they're trapped in the, the one place and they're getting surrounded by the, the mm-hmm. trucks, etc., etc. But what was he thinking? I mean, why are you ripping off the birds? <laughs> it's Hitchcock. Well, you never copy Hitchcock. <laughs> well, you know that. You know, sometimes what is it? Imitation is the best. Is the sincere form of flattery. Yeah. Well, yeah. He, he tried his best. We'll give him that. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. And on to Deke. Uh, little Deke's fa- uh, father, uh, what's his name again? J.C. Quinn, played by, who gets diesel sprayed in the eyes and he's out of commission for hours later. Uh, mm-hmm. Don't you just wash that stuff out with hot water and uh, would well, it be a first they, aid kit? They, they, they did say that they're going to wash his eyes out, but who knows, you know, with, with Pat Hingle in charge, do you really think they even did that? Mm, yeah, true, true. Although when I did watch this as a kid, I said to myself, mental note, don't look down a barrel of the, the fuel pumps. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just asking for trouble with um, yeah, I, was, I was honestly when he, when he was looking down the barrel that I was picked, I was thinking of you know 
when Elmer Fudd looks looks down the barrel of his shotgun, and you just knew what was going to happen. Yeah, yeah, you just knew you're fucked. Yeah, I love the fact how towards the before his death, uh, he's got bloodshot, streaming eyes. Yet mm-hmm. when he's when he's walk away from the 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 what's his name Bubba the the fat assistant guy, his eyes are perfectly fine. Like what uh, what happened between there that shot and that shot? He's uh, I don't know. That's awesome. One thing I wrote down is, you know, we were just talking about Hitchcock and I have in my notes, you know, every time like during that scene where he gets the gasoline in his in his eyeballs. And then there's a couple other scenes when people are getting killed by the machines. um, The score just sounds like a bad ripoff of the psycho score. Yeah, I've got that. It's my next, my next little note, actually. Yeah. The Psycho Sting on electric guitar, of course, because mm-hmm. it's the 80s. Yep. <laughs> I just love that, yeah. Yeah. And on to my, one of my pet peeves with this fucking movie, Wanda the Waitress, played by Ellen McEldriff. Yes. Uh, yes. I can't yes. stand her with the, you can't, we made you. Oh, my God. That was, oh, she was doing my head and I was just die already. Would you just? Yeah. And she 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 does that twice in this film. So trust me, as bad as Pat Hingle was, you know he's that villain. You know you can't wait to die. Mm-hmm. She was one of the non-villains, I guess. That I was so glad when she finally got it. Yeah, it's not just once. so we wouldn't have to hear her yell anymore. Yeah, yeah, and she does the same whole extreme animation thing twice. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, love, calm down, your buddy, right? Get her some volume stat. For crying out loud, it's like God. She was just. No, she was working my last nerve, but my mm. the the camel what broke the sorry the stroke broke the camel's back is what the hell's name Connie, but I'll get back to her later. Yeah, I'm coming oh. to you, you bloody. Oh, see, yes, the battery operated carving knife. How does that one work? It's battery operated. <laughs> well, there they, they there's we'll get to we'll get to another scene in a little bit where he even goes past battery operated stuff. I mean, I thought it was it looked good mm. um it was a nice little jump scare um but yeah i don't know why that they would affect battery operated stuff mm. and then of course when emilio tries to take care of it he just goes ape shit on it with a hammer <laughs> yeah he smashes the pieces yeah yeah <laughs> although forgive me if i'm wrong here but were they all plug in carvers uh, because the ones we had were all plugged in the wall when you have to carve it we didn't have battery operated ones until the mid 90s so mm. Maybe I'm wrong. It could be. I, I it could have been plugged in or not. I don't remember, but no, because specifically, yeah, I, 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 just, I just laughed the whole time. I think of just Emilio trying to be the tough guy, busting it up with a with a, with a hammer. Yeah, yeah. If you notice, when it lands on the floor, there's no cable attached to it, so it's battery operated. Mm. You know, but I, I love the fact he smashes the pieces. It's just genius. I mean, and I love the truckers. What's the matter, sweet thing? Did you cut with the knife? It's like, oh, you fucking arsehole. <laughs> Oh yeah, just just the, the 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 audio is so bad. Just from hearing people talk in the background, just random lines. It's just yeah. it's really yeah, it's, wincing and, and yeah, it's a complete joke. And onto the most notorious scene, the baseball scene. Diet Coke yes. to the head. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't care what anyone says. I absolutely loved this scene. I it's yeah. it was perfect because you know you start off with the the comedy of the coach getting shot in the crotch and in the chest and then in the head with the, with the killer soda cans. And then you have all of the, the little league kids in the background getting pelted to death with it. Mm-hmm. And then you have the one kid who was smart enough to put on the catcher's mitt to, to, to survive. 
And you mentioned the battery. You mentioned the battery-operated carving knife. This is where I thought it was even weirder because one kid was trying to get away on a bicycle, and then the bicycle just flips him off. So now bicycles are controlled. No, I think he's just a complete idiot. He just panics and flips over. You know, he he goes arse over tits as we say in in Scotland. Yeah, yeah, he's just a complete idiot and just panics and it flips over the the handlebar. So, Mm -hmm. um, but I will say that there's a there's a rumor flying around that there was supposed to be a huge scene that was cut by MPAA, where the kid's head is completely flattened, squashed. Uh, by the steamroller, but that isn't true because apparently, due to Stephen King's complete, I don't know, stoned out his brain cells, the dummy was filled wrong and it just exploded in contact. So that's why it's cut in that weird, awkward way. Yeah, because <laughs> it's supposed to be you, you see the kid's head exploding and the brain get up around the the roller yeah. part. But I, I mean, I, I even wrote down in my notes, you know, after you know the soda cans, we also throw in a steamroller because why not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, why not? I love the fact how it barges through the, the fence and the steering wheel yeah. flies off it. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? <laughs> I, mean, yeah. oh, I, I will say that I that I did like the, the head crushing effect with, with the kid. Yeah, 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 yeah. And on to our other hero, Deke, played by Halter Graham, uh, who surprisingly did work my last nerd. Although the Morse code stuff I'm calling bullshit because what kid knows Morse code? Especially 1986. I mean, for fuck's sake, utter bullshit. And especially, you know, I, I, I just kind of ran with that because I figured he was in Boy Scouts. Yeah, just something yeah. simple like that. Yeah, but that thing, the little, what was it, an eighty, eighty uh, B thing? Does the thing, the most code thing, once, and that's it. Doesn't repeat it. And he, he writes all oh, in perfect word for word. I'm going, mm. eh, no, no, no. That shit should get just a teeny bit. <laughs> but yeah. Oh yes, on to my pet peeve for this fucking movie Yardley Lisa Simpson Smith and her banshee of a voice that she screams at the top of her lungs every 6.8 seconds oh sweet mother of god every time she screamed I swear to god my balls retracted you know <laughs> to coax me with a bit of porn it was a joke I mean, and her pussy whipped husband Curtis played by John Short who I swear to God wanted his wife killed. <laughs> I mean, he was like, well, I, you call you call him pussy whipped. Maybe he was just doing whatever he was told, so she wouldn't have to fucking talk anymore. Oh God, I'm sorry. What the hell was she wearing, by the way? What was on her head? A really uh, bad 1980s, you know, church hat. I'm assuming because they just got married. I mean, I thought it was a a, a, a female sanitary pad. <laughs> you know, because I was like, that. It's like, what? is that on your head i mean jesus christ uh, she did constantly act like she was on her period the whole movie so maybe it makes sense yeah i'm sorry about that oh, Curtis, Curtis. oh fucking shut up you stupid Is bitch she, i even wrote that down i, I asked i asked uh, did stephen king not even hear her voice before hiring her because all she does is yell and scream yeah yeah i mean honestly god oh sweet mother she was what 22 in this movie so yeah 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 but yeah but like I say, but the, the husband here is such a fucking wimp. I would have told her to shut her fucking mouth and stop screaming mm-hmm. like a... God. Is there anything else you want to discuss about this this lovely couple? <laughs> um. Well, we can go ahead. Well, the one thing I want to discuss about her is just she's, she's just so bitchy a lot. Like, she's yelling and screaming at me. Like, when they make it to the Dixie Boy and the car flips over, she's yelling and screaming at him and calling him an asshole as he's saving her life. Oh, and gotcha. then the only other thing that I really want to say about her was 
she still lives and I'm so disappointed because mm. that's how, you know, we're jumping a little ahead, but Stephen King ends the movie with them, you know, going away to safety. And he, the last thing we hear is her complaining right before the credits roll. And yeah, it just, yeah. just makes my eyes roll and my ears bleed. Mm, yeah, yeah. I was praying for someone to kill her. I don't know, like a small, I don't know, small plane or a small boat or something to kill her, but nothing. It was like, you son of a bitch, King. You should have killed her off. The fucking, a, a rogue blender or something. <laughs> you know? You know, as many people as he killed, as many people as he killed, you know, with that machine gun turn, he couldn't have he had like a stray bullet hit her. No. No, no. Although I wanted the jukebox to fire at records and kill her that way. <laughs> yeah, that would be funny. That would have been so cool. But I guess that's um, Hilda's or three territory. So, mm-hmm. uh, and then on to our heroine Brett, played by Laura he- Harrington. Sorry, I can't bloody read my writing. Uh, a tomboy <laughs> with no nonsense. Uh, yes, you change into a mini skirt. Why? You're in jeans, love. Stay in the fucking jeans. Why did you change into a mini skirt for crying out loud? Especially you're going to be crawling through uh, shit sewers. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Stay in the jeans. Uh, I remember, I remember they, they do the, you know, unnecessary change her clothes scene before she has the unnecessary sex scene because yeah. uh, we're going to get to the guy. Um, she she says that the, like the guy, like the Bible salesman had his hands all over her and she just couldn't stand having her clothes, like touching her skin type of thing. Oh, God, that's ridiculous. I love the fact that she sleeps with Bill, who she knew for less than four hours. Yeah, love, you're a. Oh, my God. And she goes, oh, I have to be streetwise. Really, love? You're streetwise, but you're shagging somebody you met three hours earlier? Oh, dear, oh, dear. With the oh, little yeah. straight razor thing. Yeah, that's like, oh, go away. Yeah, it, and the, the, they had no, her and Emilio had no chemistry. They, they no. couldn't even flirt well. No. Um, no. Yeah, it, 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 it was real bad. It, I, obviously, it was literally just, you know, a sex scene just to have a sex scene. And they didn't yeah. even have any nudity or anything. It was just thrown in there, I think, for for padding the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Didn't they have two sex scenes? <laughs> I mean, that's how bad it is. Because doesn't the wake up, Deke wakes them up the next morning, sort of thing, and the two were naked. Therefore, they had two mm-hmm. sex scenes. It's like, oh, for crying out loud. You mentioned him. So here he is, this sleazy Bible seller. What's his name? Lamin, played by Christopher Murray. Uh, what is King's hard on for having Bible bashers in his books and or movies? Yeah, if he if he's not you know showing his his love and fascination for greasers, he's 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 definitely bashing religion yeah. in some form or another. And uh, speaking of this guy, I made sure to write down take a shot or a drink every time the Bible salesman says sugar pie or sweet thing to the girl. Yeah, yeah, I love the fact how when his car gets hit, he goes get a real bitch and starts shouting at the at the truck like it's going to do any difference. What was he going to do? I say this was. A trucker. This the trucker's unusually big, huge guys. They would have kicked mm-hmm. the living shit at him. I mean, he's just some weedy little fucking douchebag Bible salesman for crying out loud. I mean, honestly, well, God. I did. I did like how I liked. I did like the fact that how he. he I mean, he's obviously a shyster, and mm. you know, he's trying to do his best, trying to sell these Bibles and everything, and talk about you know God and this and that. But then when he when he sees what's happening to the trucks, he totally does like a 180, and he's calling you know, no, quote unquote trucker, an asshole, motherfucker, all this stuff. And it's just, I just like that 180 in the character. Yeah. 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 It's the only thing I give him. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Although who chews tobacco and drinks alcohol? 
well chewed mm-hmm. tobacco. That is absolutely disgusting. I mean, who chews tobacco full stop? I mean, that is so gross. But moving on. Uh, I've already mentioned Yardley Smith and why the hell King hired her. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yes. Look at Deke going through the neighbourhood. I love the carnage. Yes. Uh, although, how does a Walkman kill you? <laughs> I know. Again, battery operated. eardrums, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm. And also the teenager with the the hairdryer around her neck. Would it be funny mm. if it was a vibrator? <laughs> the vibrator killed her. <laughs> I just, I just like that whole that whole shot. I, I'll give King credit. You know maybe you know this was one of the times when he when the guy the other director at 3 a.m. was able to pick up the phone. I do like the shot of the kid riding the bicycle and just all the sprinklers are turning on behind him. I just mm-hmm. thought that was that had a really good eerie tone. And then yeah. we were talking about you know the dead bodies. King just throws in a dead dog with a t- with a toy uh, cop car in its mouth. Yeah, how does that one work? <laughs> yeah. I would have been better if that was a St. Bernard, you know, as a nod to Kojo. But, eh. It could have been. Yeah. Although the lawnmower, shouldn't that be the lawnmower man nod? Would that be funny if you had a fat guy behind it, as in the book? Um, there's a fat guy. Oh, like, the lawnmower know, man? Yeah, the lawnmower man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, I love that one. Although, apparently, King gets sued... Because when mm-hmm. that thing fired up, a block of wood smacked a cameraman and he lost an eye. And it cost King, I think it was $8 million oh, in a lawsuit. So there we go. Mental note. Make sure you watch you putting your fucking lawnmowers. Uh, <laughs> let me see. I've mentioned that. Mentioned that. Da, 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 da. Uh, dungeon down. That one too. Uh, yeah. The, oh, that's what I was going to say. The, the, the Bibleman's death. The Bible salesman's death. Is it me that he ran to the back of the truck, not the truck running into him? <laughs> well, it it does seem like that. You know, I'll I'll say that. I'll say this. That stunt double, when he landed, he landed really painfully. Looking. I don't know if he literally landed on his head, but props to that guy for for taking that fall. Yeah, yeah, true, true. And was that a river of sludge, uh, or was that supposed to be like the sewage water? What the hell was that little river thing? That was just disgusting. I think it was it was probably sludge or something because it was right next to the drain pipe that they have to go in. Yeah. Yeah, that's so disgusting. The one thing I don't like about this movie is the trucks do nothing but circle the Dixie Boy for, mm-hmm. was it 26 hours or something? What the hell yeah. was the point of doing that? And they drive all night on one tank of fuel? I don't think so. I mean, that hasn't yeah, been I, I heard of, so of film. Because it was, a, it was a good, what, 24 hours until they did the Morse code thing where yeah. they had to refill them? Yeah, that's what I'm the saying. Gasoline. I mean, it's a, it's a complete utter joke. And oh yes, on to the world's slowest car chase, as Curtis uh, tries to outrun a truck by slowly weaving left to right. Yeah, that's how that works, mate. I'm guessing that truck has a top speed of about, what, 180? And that shitty little car he was driving was, what, 90 mile an hour top? That thing would have flattened that thing. And then the thing is, what I wrote down is, you know, he, he gets away from that truck, and by swerving out of the way, and the truck goes down a hill... But the truck explodes before it even crashes just mm-hmm. by going down a hill. Yeah, yeah. It's 80s car. Of course it does. I mean, yeah. you just have to <laughs> ding. An 80s car and it fucking explodes. So <laughs> it's a joke. Yes, Hendershot. Where the hell did he get all the guns from? It's never actually explained. Did you say, oh, I bought them? Where? <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's all Emilio says. It's just a drop line of, oh, he bought them and then sold them. It's the American way or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's a complete joke. I love the missile launcher, but that fires mm-hmm. 
also Tina Missiles blows everything the fuck up. I just love that. It's like, hey. okay. yeah, that, that's your typical 80s carnage. I, I, I loved it. I loved seeing Pat Hingle out there with cigar in his mouth, laughing, mm. shooting rocket launcher. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I just love that. But like I say, he's a complete bastard. But when he does cool stuff, he does cool stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's good at what he does. That's for mm. damn sure. Yeah, yeah. It's very, very... On to another thing that kind of had me scratch my head. The little two-seater plane that that's playing Flight of the Valkyries, why don't they have bombers then? Which is not... It just drops nukes and nukes the whole fucking planet. If you can take over planes, why not take over the, the helicopters, the, the bomber planes, the fighter jets and stuff like that why is it just a two-seater plane well if it's if it's just like a small podunk town in like uh north carolina somewhere maybe they only had one plane for like the whole town no that's true that's true but doesn't it say on the radio what the whole nation has been suddenly things are happening over the place so where why where's nuclear bombs where's the i don't know nerve gas i mean surely hell there must be another way of killing people than fucking we're going round and round, round a fucking truck stop and trucks. <laughs> I mean, well, you know, it's a Dino De Laurentiis production, so they definitely did not have the budget. This is like a little bit of a step above Canon films, you know. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Yeah, yeah. I, I will say this: I did, the, the the fight of the Valkyries thing did have me busted up laughing, and I do like we do get the payoff at the end. We find the plane crashed into a school bus at the end of the film when they're running away. Yeah, yeah, I love that one too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although one thing I want to know, how long does it take to, to cycle three miles? Because it takes Deke a whole day to get from the ballpark to the Dixie Boy. I'm like, you're on a bike, can you not pedal mm-hmm. faster? I mean, because one buddy says, yeah, it's only three miles away, it'll be, it'll be okay. A whole day it takes him to cycle three miles. Oh my God, that's just... Uh, dear, oh dear. I'll say this, I, I, I do like the kid who played Deke because I'm a big I'm not really a big fan of liking any child actor and he did not get on my nerves at all I thought he was pretty darn good yeah yeah to be fair yeah yeah he was he was quite good although apparently now he is dying of leukemia in real life uh, the actor so that's a shocking that's too bad yeah yeah I found out yesterday and I was doing research on this I went oh my god he's dying that's because he's quite a good actor, but mm-hmm. uh, I, I've never I, I've never seen him in anything since then, unless you know he was in something that I didn't recognize him. But he was pretty damn good in this, I, I would say. He, yeah. he he's he's definitely a step above Yardley Smith and the waitress. I'll give him that. Oh, good God, yeah, miles above the two. Crying out loud. <laughs> yeah, I love the fact how all the prisoners just sit about playing cards and mm-hmm. the such and finger blasting. I mean, Curtis is finger-blasting the wife. What the mm. hell? I mean, take it into the toilet at least. You know, if you're going to consummate the marriage, take it into the toilet, you fucking... Oh, dear, oh, dear. I just love that one. He's sitting diddling the wife under the table. I'm going, you didn't. Take it somewhere else. Oh. <laughs> Let me see. Oh, yes, the trucks take all day to kill the lights. Why not just kill the lights straight off the bat? You know, sweat mm. them out, because this is in was it South Carolina, North Carolina, in the middle of summer, at the temperature would have been, oh my God, hotter than hell. So why not just oh, yeah. kill the lights straight off the bat instead of, I don't know, what was it, halfway through the day that they cut the lights? It's like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. I don't. And there's too many goddamn survivors. There's what, about fucking 20 people? 
that was what I was thinking. I, I at the end of the movie, I'm like, wow, it's a good thing they did get a big fucking boat because they'd have no room anywhere else for all these people. I honestly, I knew there was like a handful of people surviving, but I didn't think there would be more than just say Emilio, the girl, and then I knew Yardley Smith survived, and then the kid, but mm. everybody survives basically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, when the machine gun fires into the place, it takes out the waitress, it takes out some trucker, and it takes out some other trucker, and that's it. I'm going, no, yeah. that would have killed the entire fucking lot of them. But Yeah, it uh, took out Pat Hingle, too, but that's about it. Yeah. yeah it true, it took out two characters that we knew, and then two background characters that no one gave a shit about. Mm. Yeah, true, true, very true. I love the fact that the Bible salesman is still alive, mm-hmm. hours after getting smacked off the, off the 18-wheeler. So Curtis and Billy have to have auto nod to the Shawshank Redemption by crawling through the shitty sewers. That <laughs> was yep, just I was definitely thinking of that. I mean, I take it King had that little scene in his mind for years then. He I could mean, have. I will say this: I did laugh. I did laugh at the. There was a part where there, there, Emilio's in the in in the front and the other guys in the back, and uh, Emilio finds a rat, and then the rat goes back to the other guy and. Amelia makes just like some type of joke. Says, "Hey, I'm sending you a friend." <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah, laugh yeah. at that. So, yeah, I love the fact how Billy has more um, chemistry with Curtis than he does with the with the chick. You know, the the hero. Yeah. I'm going, okay, <laughs> what's going on there? Somebody's been in prison too long. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> yeah, they definitely they, they definitely would have had a bromance going on. That's for damn sure. Oh hell yes, hell yes. And as I said, got to save the. Uh, Bible salesman, but he's long dead. So to save mm-hmm. little Deke, who then spends the rest of the day blowing bubbles after mm-hmm. he finds out his dad's been killed by one of the trucks. How heartbreaking was that? What was that? Five seconds. <laughs> oh yeah, he, he got over his dad real quick. And here's here's one thing I wanted to I wanted to mention. Let's go back to his dad's death. You know he he's 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 blinded by the gasoline. He's going out to look for Deke. Mm-hmm. And he he's blind. He's not deaf. He couldn't hear that truck coming like right behind him to get out of the way. Yeah, yeah, it's a complete joke. And also, I love the fact the trucks using their mirrors as eyes to, to spy mm-hmm. on the humans. I just love that. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I like. I I did like the little thing like um with the Green Goblin truck how its headlights would gl- glow red. You know when it was you could tell it when it was getting pissed off. Yeah, yeah, that's quite cool, actually, yeah, yeah. Although, again, how is that road legal? It's covering up most of the, the window. How the fuck is that thing road legal, for crying out loud? Well, think, you know, in, in North Carolina, they don't care. Yeah, I suppose, I suppose. And the next morning, we have a bulldozer and a quad bike with a machine gun rolling up for some reason. Where the hell it came from? Who cares? <laughs> but, again, just because. Yeah, just because, yeah, yeah. And instead of letting the, the trucks go bone dry, they refill them. Why? Let them dry, go dry, then run to fuck, you bloody idiots. But no, we've got to refill them. Fuck you, just die already. Well, we needed, a, we, we needed another montage with an ACDC song, that's all. No, that's true, that's true. Although, who knew filling up trucks all day was such hard, strenuous work? I, I was thinking that the same thing. I was thinking that it, 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 they're... Now, sure, it's hot and everything, but they're just standing there and they're just holding the the clamp of the of the gas. Yeah, yeah. I love the fact that some of five people do it, including little Deke. Yet the rest of them are sitting in the and the, the relatively cool 
restaurant. Oh, no, no, no. Get your ass out of here and start filling these, you fucking lazy bastards. <laughs> you know, there's about 20 of them just sitting chilling. Like, no, no, get the fucking booze down and start filling I saw, these. I saw every, everyone was out there except for useless Yardley Smith. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, imagine I'm trying to fill it. You curious? How'd you fill this? <laughs> your fucking ass, love. That's how you fill it, you silly <laughs> And yeah. Hendershot doing his big hero bit when he blows up. What was it? He blows up the MG. Uh, it was MGD. Uh, M- MDG, rather. Truck after the, the waitress gets shot to pieces. Uh, mm. Although, I have to say, I can't stand Miller light or miller gold draft or how it's called i can't stand that stuff it's utterly disgusting uh that was mgd was was the first beer that i i, I started drinking when i became, became a drinker so mm. i don't drink it anymore but you know i'll still have a little bit of love for mgd i'm not a great fan of beer uh full stop yeah. because you rent it you don't drink it yeah i'm more of a of a shot person like a, a vodka shot or a whiskey shot you know um gotcha. i'm not a fan of, of lager or beer it's just disgusting anyway yeah five full minutes of uninterrupted filling up of gas tanks really king did you have to show them filling every last fucking truck <laughs> you bastard i mean talk about filler well like i said it's you know it's probably per acdc's contract you would you got to play at least oh, an entire song of ours yeah, that's very true. Yeah, yeah, that's very, very true. Although, wasn't that a, a new song uh, wrote specially for this this movie? No, that was that was Hell's Bells. That was um, on their Back in Black album, hmm. which I think there's three th- three songs from that album alone in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, yeah. Is it was it Who Made Who? Was oh, the one that was the written one, for this? the one the one that was written specifically for this movie was Who Made Who? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and I love the fact how a shell-shocked Bill pulls out of his arse what exactly these trucks are doing. They're brooms sent to sweep out humanity. Again, why not just use nuclear weapons or use any other weapon instead of fucking circling them in a bloody truck stop? You bunch of fucking idiots. I mean, yeah, yeah, Bill, Bill. You know, I don't know if he's hallucinating because you know he's been out in the sun all day or whatever, but he he thinks that it's. It's aliens taking over the machines to clear out the planet so they can come and live. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And well, again, and that goes nowhere. Yeah, that goes absolutely nowhere. And the whole green sky, what the fuck was all about also? I mean, going, why is there a green sky at night? No explanation. I, I guess <laughs> it has something to do with the comet. I have no no idea. Mm. Yeah, well, I suppose. Well, it's, it's possible because we do, in the very beginning, when they're describing the comet... Um, you show you see the green smoke or whatever it is cover the entire planet. Yeah, that's true. That's very true, I suppose. Oh, I was gonna say, oh yes, the the ending, the Great Escape, where they blow up the the army ATV by spinning it on its little, I don't know what the hell the thing pole thing, and then sticking a grenade up its arse and blowing it to, then just running for it. <laughs> uh, as the trucks go apeshit and completely flatten the Dixie Boy, which I loved. I mean, that's just genius. Yeah, it, the, the the carnage does really get really good. Like I, I I was laughing when they when they throw the grenade and then they spin the machine gun and it, it it's shooting wildly and then it blows up. The next thing we do is we see we have the king and his inf, inf, infinite wisdom has this close up of of both Curtis and Emilio's ass just up in the air hiding from the bullets. <laughs> yeah, and uh, 
the the chick. I've never seen a hero who was asked there before. Okay then, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> and I love the fact that little Deke takes out the drive-thru window. Who was yes. telling it? Humans over here. He was over here. Uh, although, how does the Green Goblin uh, sneak up behind him? It's an eighteen-wheeler. They're loud fuckers. How the fuck does that sneak up behind? <laughs> Well, it was just like when Deke's dad couldn't hear the big ass truck behind him when it when it's when it nailed him. Yeah, true, true, true. Although one thing I would mention was the ice cream truck mm-hmm. um, that was taken by uh, what was it? Was it Curtis and the the female hero? I believe they mm-hmm. shoot it and blow it to fuck. <laughs> yeah, I just love that. Like, yeah. I, I did. I did like the the idea of a killer ice cream truck because it it, it gave off that creepy vibe. You know, every time you'd hear the um the little jingle play in the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Cool. King of Road, of course. <laughs> mhm. So Bill takes out the Green Goblin after it runs over some guy stealing a diamond ring because yeah, he's a fucking yeah, idiot. it was just. I think they just realized, hey, we need one more death. Hey, let's have this guy try to steal a diamond ring off a dead body. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they all pile onto a relatively small, I've got to say, boat for about 20 people. I'm like, how are you going to sleep on this thing? How are you going to feed yourselves for a week? Mm-hmm. <sighs> We're going to do cannibalism. <laughs> I don't well, also wait, f- you know, who knows? Who knows how long they'll be on it? They'll, you can only take so much of Yardley Smith, you know. After yeah, a while, they're yeah. going to take her out and just feed on her, maybe. Yeah, she's she's first for the chop, yeah. I love the fact how that sailboat was a gay guy's sailboat. He's got a rainbow flag thing at the back of it, which I picked up on. So it made me giggle. I'm like, you stole a gay guy's yacht. <laughs> I, I, I did not even notice that. Yeah, I noticed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the end text completely contradicts the beginning text as apparently there was a ufo above the earth controlling the machines which was blown up by a russian satellite that had lasers and nuclear bombs for some reason yeah the satellites weren't actually infected how does that one work <laughs> well well they did have the word satellite in quotation so who knows yeah that's true that's very true so that pretty much wraps up this little movie here and i'm going to have to explain our rating system here uh, it's going to be a basically a one to five star, except for a difference. The lower the grade, the better the movie. And since the two of us are a bit of a drinkers, I'm going to have this thing as one star would be one bottle of beer. A two star movie would be a six pack of beer. A three star movie is a 12 pack of beer. A four star movie is a keg of beer. And a five star movie is a bottle of whiskey. The whole bottle of whiskey because it's that fucking bad. <laughs> <laughs> so for this one I'm going to give this a, a six pack of beer because even though it, it kind of falls to pieces at the last 10-15 minutes this is a fun time you know get a six pack get a pizza and just run with this thing I mean what would you give it uh, you know what so the lower the lower the score the the better we are yeah um, I'm definitely going to give it a, I'll give it a six pack as well um i it, it starts it starts out fun with with the king cameo and then the 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 bank and everything mm-hmm. uh, yeah. you might want you might want whiskey just for the waitress and yardley smith but overall i it's a lot of fun you know what you're getting into it's cheesy as fuck it's it, six pack of beer like you said some pizza and you're good to go i i do recommend this 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 fun cheesy movie yeah, yeah, it's a good time, yeah. Uh, but mm-hmm. just ignore the 
the inconsistencies and just run with it, you know. Just yeah. have a, f- a few drinks and you're perfectly fine. So anyway, so come back next fortnight as we look at the one, the only, Plan 9 from Outer Space. Oh, God. Mm. <laughs> Pray for us. So if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can follow us on Twitter at Horror or email us uh, to cover a movie you want us to cover to Horror Podcast Show at gmail.com. You can also follow me at uh, Here's Johnny's Pod and you can follow Eric at... Uh, it is movies underscore beer three six five on Twitter. Okay then, and I believe we've got an Instagram to follow also. Um, we we will have an Instagram for this podcast, and you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at just Hey Internet Eric here. Same name as my YouTube channel. Okay. Oh yes, and I highly uh, suggest you uh, follow him on YouTube because he makes some good content. I'm particularly loving the the Friday. And Saturday, Sunday uh, horror stuff you pick oh, up. Actually, I, I, pre- I appreciate that. Any, uh, I appreciate all comments, but you know, the more positive, the better. So thank you for that. Yeah, it's no problem, no problem at all. Like I say, is next fortnight we are doing Plan Nine. Uh, this is my idea, also. Son of a, <laughs> I hate myself sometimes. <laughs> we sometimes we're really we're gonna shoot ourselves in the foot or the face for this uh, this podcast, but yeah, it's the, yeah, the stuff we have to do. Yes, but if you excuse me, I'm off to rock out to ACDC. Uh, bye. Later. Later.